Hey there, friends. Welcome to the CFC Leadership Podcast, where we focus on everything campus ministry, college ministry, and young adult ministry related. Whether you're already working in one of these ministry areas, thinking about starting a ministry, or you just have a burden for this age group, this podcast is meant just for you. I'm your host, Kyle Austin, and now it's time to join with us in today's conversation. Well, welcome you to today's episode, and we have Joel Norse, who is the uh, assistant pastor and also the young adults director. And we're going to add for this episode the campus minister for the ministry at uh, Middle Tennessee State University uh, there in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Thank you for getting on the show today, Joel. Hope you're having a good day. Yes, sir. Good to be back. Awesome. Um, well, as we have gotten to know each other over the last couple of years, uh, I think the first time I met you, may uh, time flies by, but I know it's probably been three years yeah. or more. Yeah. Um, you you began to share with me the burden uh, that God had given you for Middle Tennessee State University, which is a secular university there uh, in your town, and you just began to kind of share with me the desire to reach that. And so we want to talk about that today on this episode is about how you can reach your college campus and. Joel's just going to share some insight and kind of how that unfolded for him. But if you just to start us off, Joel, do you just mind sharing just a little bit about how you developed that burden to reach yeah. MTSU? Yeah. Um, so we are a um, obviously a college town, um, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. A lot of people don't really think of it as that. Um, most people have never even heard of Murfreesboro, Tennessee, but MTSU is actually um, the largest university in the state of Tennessee. And um, because of where we are located and because of some of the in-state college uh, scholarship opportunities that they give, we're really three, three and a half hours from either border of Tennessee. And so we're a large suitcase uh, university to where kids will come, they'll stay through the week, and then they'll be able to go home on the weekends. And so MTSU has kind of steadily grown um, ever since even I was growing up in this area. And so I always watched and kind of saw um, people coming in. I saw our community growing as a result of the university. And really our church had never found uh, an open door to do anything. We had done some outreach events over there. We had uh, done some soul winning blitzes and some of those things, but had never really had a foot in the door and so kind of fast forward to where I was in college and um, ended up working alongside of a guy who was reached through a campus ministry. And our job kind of allowed us to be able to, to talk throughout the day. And so one of the things that I would ask him, I would just start drilling him like, hey, what did they do about this? How did, how did you find the church? How did they find you? What, um, where are they having Bible study? And so um, I remember even in those early days, kind of not even knowing what God was going to do. I was intrigued by it. And then ended up coming back here uh, to Murfreesboro um, after I graduated and um, got the opportunity to teach our college and career class at that point. And so MTSU was just kind of the natural fit for um, some sort of outreach plan. And so uh, ever ever since then, I guess kind of the rest is history. But God just kind of burned that in our hearts. Uh, it, it really is. It's a mission field within your community is what a university is. Yeah. 
No, it definitely is. The young people it draws, the uh, international students it draws to the community. And I don't know hardly any universities that are not growing, um, which which makes your your town grow. So you had the burden to reach it. Um, It's neat how God was utilizing somebody, Mm -hmm. you know, years in the past to kind of intrigue and and build that. God works that way. Um, I think that's neat. So you got the burden. You know it's kind of that natural next step. Kind of walk us through how that began to unfold because you guys have a registered uh, organization there at MTSU now um, where you guys have full access to the campus. So kind of show us how that kind of unfolded. Um, so for us, we had really had uh, people that maybe graduated from our Christian school here or people that had come through our church go to MTSU And what we saw was that maybe once they got into MTSU, they would end up in someone else's church or they would uh, maybe even start to drift from the Lord. Sometimes uh, that happened as well. And so what we saw was that we were putting good kids into a public university and rather than using them as uh, and giving them an opportunity to be a light, the darkness was actually maybe affecting them more than they were affecting the darkness. And so um, all that to say that we had prayed for years. Um, it was kind of this process where it seemed like we just kind of kept getting the run around. And so we would maybe meet a quota and then some sort of paperwork would fall through the crack or, or something. And so around that time, I just really kind of said, Lord, like, it seems like you're closing these doors. Um, I'm just going to wait on you to open them and lead us to the to the right thing. And that's kind of um, by God's providence when I crossed paths with you and with CFC, got to hear what you guys um, kind of how it started at UT Knoxville and then what you were doing at App State at the time that I met you. And so to see all of that and then now be able to come full circle, um, you guys, the Austins and then CF, uh, CFC as an organization, uh, getting our constitution turned in, getting uh, kind of our quotas met, and getting some training in the hands of all of our leaders. Um, we've now been able to be on campus for a little bit over a year. Um, we started midway through the fall semester last year was when kind of everything finalized. Um, it's been a weird year, uh, but anyways, we, we still are on campus. And so now we're full time. We're getting ready to do our spring elections uh, here within the next couple of days to be able to come back around and start doing stuff again, hopefully on campus uh, next fall. Yeah. So, no, yeah, this definitely this semester has been unique yeah. uh, for everybody, for sure. Yeah. Um, so you guys, there's, of uh, course, uh, requirements the school has. You guys fulfilled those, turned in the application, got approved. Now you are considered a campus minister with MTSU. You you have the ability to be there on campus and utilize facilities and so forth, which is a, which is a huge opportunity. Yeah. So what is, you know, let's say it's fall semester and, you know, COVID's not there. What does ministry uh, at MTSU look like? What are you guys doing? So we kind of um, dual roll it a, a couple of things, uh, a couple of ways. Um, the first is that we see it as a really an outreach opportunity, a ministry opportunity for the college and young adult students that are in our church. Um, so we've got uh, a good group that has already been kind of established here in our ministry. And so we use CFC as an opportunity for them to reach those in their generation. But we also use it as an opportunity for those that are on MTSU uh, to be encouraged. Um, So much of their life is just uh, contradictory to their to their faith, contradictory to the way that they were raised. 
And so um, we kind of try to be a little oasis for them to where uh, they can come, they can relax, they can uh, and get, get a Bible lesson that's applicable, a Bible study that's applicable. They can spend time with friends and sometimes getting maybe even some of their lost friends to show up. We're, even though we're a campus uh, town, a university town, we're still about 10, 15 minutes from campus on a Sunday morning. And so that's a pretty big leap to get someone to kind of make the commute across town, show up to a church they've never been to. And so our Thursday night Bible studies is when we do them. We try to provide them with food and uh, give them a good time. We're in there for about two, two and a half hours. And so we use that as an opportunity to minister to the kids that are there, but also as a ministry opportunity for our ones that are still in the church uh, to try to make some connections with lost people, with maybe Christians who have become disconnected um, while they're there on campus. And so that's really our whole goal with it when we get when we get there. And hopefully when we get back on campus this fall, that's going to be what we're trying to do. Yeah, I think that's uh, an awesome focus when you're doing it twofold. You're, you're utilizing it as a mission field, mission opportunity, essentially yeah. for the young people on your campus, but also reaching those that are there. Has uh, the ministry there at MTSU, has it helped to grow either your Crosspoint ministry, your young adult ministry, or your church in any way? Yeah, um, it definitely has. In fact, I would say that probably a large majority of the souls that we've say, seen saved um, in our ministry that have maybe been the direct result of a outreach program or whatever has been through um, a lot of our Collegians for Christ ministry and just people inviting others to come. Um, people maybe getting reintroduced back into church. Um, and so it's been neat to see uh, kind of a little section of our church begin to grow as a result of that. And it's really what I find interesting is it's kids that by all standards of the world and by all standards of maybe our movement or any of the, any of the data that you read, um, it's the kids who shouldn't be coming to church. And um, they're the ones that are showing back up. They're the ones that are getting plugged into ministries. They're the ones that are asking the right questions, getting saved, getting baptized. Um, all of those things are occurring as a result of our uh, our campus ministry. And so we're, we're getting to see new faces pretty consistently. That's awesome. Um, so, I mean, essentially the ministry outreach that you guys have there at MTSU is helping to uh, affect really the, we hear the generation that falls out of church, the church dropout right. statistics. So essentially it's helping that. Yeah. And then it's, essentially it's helping grow your young adult ministry there in the church. And yeah. I know we may have some people that are, you know, listening or maybe heard the previous episode about, you know, trying to do uh, young adult ministry in a local church. And if you're, you know, maybe it's you have one young adult. And so you're scared to start that, you know, ministry yeah. or class or whatever it is, or maybe you have zero. And I know that's yeah. intimidating. Um, but if you have a college campus in your town, you have lots of young adults um, mm -hmm. to go to. So you have an area that you can go, you can minister uh, in order to reach and really bring back growth to that uh, ministry. So mm -hmm. if somebody that has a college uh, in their town definitely has the means to grow or uh, bring in young adults to their, their church and ministry. Mm -hmm. um, I know a kind of a, a, a misconception a lot of times is this age group, or especially the college student, uh, will just take from the church. Um, right. They don't really, you know, give back. They're not going to be a tithing member. They may not, you yeah. know, join because, like you said, it's a suitcase school. Mm -hmm. um, so what do you see there as far as is it just an all, they're just all takers, or do they give back to the church in any way? 
Um, I definitely think that there is an element of uh, taking and the way that we've always kind of tried to paint it uh, as um, as a ministry is it's not so much that they're taking as much as that we're giving. Um, and I think that that's a huge maybe philosophy shift for some churches is if you're only reaching people for what they can do for you and what they can do for your church, then you, you've kind of got a warped motive. And that is a um, that is definitely a huge critique of this age group. But what what we've seen, at least here, is that there is a time where the light bulb clicks on. And, and it may be a little bit slower than what the generations of the past uh, have maybe shown. Um, but the thing that I will tell you is this, is that I think that there is a spiritual depth to this generation once they get involved that will help them serve um, more faithfully. Um, one of the things that, you know, you, you sometimes saw with maybe some older generations is that, well, there was this, this outward service, but sometimes the inward heart didn't match. And I think that one of the things that this generation has maybe come back around and, and almost rebalanced is that they do have a great heart for God. They do have a great heart to do something in this world. And sometimes it just needs conditioned and kind of pushed in the right way. And so, We've seen many of our students get plugged into serving, get plugged into choir, get plugged into um, one of the things that we're seeing right now is we're getting to see MTSU students who are graduating and they're staying in this area. And now all of a sudden they're able to do even more. They are joining the church. They are bringing their friends. They are um, working in the nursery and some of these things. And so um, it's you, you will have to give um, that they, they are that type of generation, but at the same time, I, I don't want it to be seen as well. It's an empty investment. In fact, I think that it's a great investment because you're really investing in the not just the future of the church, but the present of the church. Um, and, and there'll be some times where you feel like that, yeah, you're getting taken for a ride, but but at the same time, we have seen it come full circle now to where. Many of them are tithing, involved, and serving members of the church. And that's not the goal, but I think for every time that we invested in one of them, the Lord's turned around and blessed us with one that, that has been willing to make that next step. Yeah, and I like that uh, philosophy of, you know, you got to, to give um, yeah. in ministry, and for only doing it for what we give back, that's the, that's the wrong motive for sure. Right. Yeah, um, Definitely. So um, I know we got some people that are listening that definitely have a college in their town and maybe they're considering, you know, what could I do? Could we reach it? We're hearing what, you know, Joel and what they're doing there with Collegians for Christ at Middle Tennessee State. Uh, what would you say just maybe as a word of encouragement or advice uh, to somebody like that? I think the, the best way to um, really maybe start to develop a burden, I, I'm, a, I'm a pretty big data nerd when it comes right down to it. And so um, you can find a lot of free data about your university. Um, right now is probably not a great time to go and walk around your university. I, it may be a great time, because, it, it, but for the most part, it'll be pretty empty. But um, they say, you've always heard it say that your eye affects your heart. Scripture teaches us that. And a lot of times you hear that in regards to maybe a missions trip. So you need to go on a missions trip. Chances are you can drive 10, 15, 20 minutes across your town and maybe walk around your college campus and go on a missions trip. And your eye will affect your heart. Um, you'll see kids that are unlike anything that maybe your church represents. So you'll see uh, kids that are hurting, that are depressed, that are lonely, 
Um, you know, sometimes people feel intimidated about talking to college students. And, and when I first got started, that, that's exactly where I was. I'm not the most outgoing person, but I can tell you that these kids are looking for people to talk to them. They're looking for a little break in the monotony of their life and of their world. And so, uh, let, let your eye affect your heart, uh, get some numbers, get, get the enrollment of your university, get maybe how many countries are, are, um, are shown and, and that are exhibited at your university, look up some of those things. And I think that you'll be able to see that you've got a great opportunity to do something. One thing that I will want to add, and you can probably even speak more to this than I can, is I know some people that say, well, I don't have a huge university in my town. Um, really, your junior college campuses right now are are pretty much untapped by ministries and um, and university and Bible studies and, and church impact um, because kids are there for such a short while. Tennessee does a thing where you can go to junior college for free if you stay within the state and go to a state university, and so they might only be there for one or two years to get their basics. But for the most part, those junior college kids are going to be within a driving distance of your church if you've got one in your in your town or in your area. And so don't hesitate just because you might not have a, a big SEC school or, or a, a big uh, big name school. You might have a junior college that's within 15, 20 minutes of your church. It can be a great opportunity for you as a as a ministry. Yeah, and we definitely, as we've helped churches to start ministries, it's the community college, it's your medium-sized colleges all the way up to the major, you know, University of Michigan, Florida State, University of Alabama. So uh, definitely don't uh, don't let the size of your college uh, take it off. But I think what you said there, Joel, is just go. You can go to the college campus. It's public property, so go walk around and, and let God change your heart. So, well, Joel, I appreciate you jumping on with us and sharing some of your insight and what God's yeah. done there at Middle Tennessee State. I know some people may want to reach out or maybe they even have a young person that's going to be going to Middle Tennessee yeah. State. Do you guys have any contacts or social media that they could connect with you guys? Yeah. So um, our uh, class and groups that we actually have in ministry here uh, for our church, I think I mentioned in the last episode, but it's at FRBC underscore Crosspoint. And then for our actual um, Collegians for Christ ministry on campus, it is CFC underscore MTSU. Um, you can feel free to follow along. Um, we've been doing some of our some devotionals on there uh, for our students while everything's still virtual. Um, if you've got students that's attending MTSU or if you have any questions about it, uh, you can feel free to DM us. Or um, would you mind if I shared my email address too? Not at all. All right. Um, if you have any questions about any of that, I would love to answer any of them. Or like I said, if you've got a student that's attending MTSU, you can reach me at Joel. Uh, J-O-E-L dot Norris, N-O-R-R-I-S at franklinroad.org. And um, we would love an opportunity to help in any way that we could. Yeah, I appreciate you sharing that, Joe. And I can say Joe can be a tremendous resource and a help and just a huge encouragement. Um, so if there's anything he can do or you got any students going to MTSU, please reach out. I'm sure they'd be glad to connect with them. And if there's anything we can do as Collegians for Christ to help you or your church to start a ministry, just contact us and we can begin at least a dialogue or a conversation to kind of see what all goes into it. So we appreciate you tuning in for this episode. Thank you, Joe. Hope you have a great day. Thank you for taking the time to listen. We hope this podcast has been helpful to you. If it has, please share it with a friend or you can subscribe to stay up to date on the latest episodes. You can connect with Collegians for Christ online for more information and resources at cfccampusministry.com.